Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This morning, support stopped. Lockdown payments to end once vaccination targets are met. Border bus, two men from Melbourne charged, accused of illegally sneaking into Perth to watch the grand final. Queensland on edge, is lockdown inevitable and what it means for the NRL grand final? And Sydney Northern Beaches lockdown, an infected apartment block in Manly. This is 7 News with Edwina Bartholomew. Good morning. Major changes are on the way for out-of-work Australians in lockdown, with the Treasurer poised to scale back disaster payments as vaccination rates rise. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aitken. Morning to you, Taylor. When will the support actually end? Eddie, it will end once a state or territory hits 70% double dose of vaccination. That's when it will begin to wind back. Established to replace JobKeeper, the Commonwealth-funded payments provided support to those who had lost between 8 and 20 hours of work a week due to ongoing lockdowns. But with vaccination rates climbing, support will soon be wound back. Once a state or territory hits 70% double dose, Australians will have to reapply each week if they are still eligible. At 80% double dose, the payment will be phased out entirely over two weeks. The payment's supporting over 2 million Australians with $9.25 billion heading out the door, the majority of that to New South Wales. The federal government looking to discourage states from imposing lockdowns in the future once vaccination rates hit their targets, as outlined in the national plan. Eddie? Thank you very much, Taylor. A well-known restaurateur from Melbourne has been charged, accused of sneaking into Perth for the AFL Grand Final. Demons fan Hayden Burbank and his friend Mark Babbage are facing a $50,000 fine each and the prospect of jail time. Burbank celebrated with players in the club rooms after the win and was caught out after he appeared on social media. The pair flew into Perth from the Northern Territory, but police say they gave false information on their border passes. Melbourne is waking up to eased restrictions with the state soon to reach its 80% first dose vaccination target. The travel limit has been extended to 15 kilometres, while golf, tennis and personal training sessions of five people are allowed to resume. Meantime, the city of La Trobe in regional Victoria has been plunged into a week-long lockdown after spiking cases linked to an illegal party. COVID restrictions have been reintroduced in Brisbane as health authorities investigate four new mystery cases. The mask mandate is back after an unvaccinated truck driver stayed in shared accommodation. 
In response, the Premier announced all truckies will soon have to be immunised to enter the Sunshine State as the list of exposure sites grows. We've been here before. Uh, I know that South East Queenslanders will rise to this challenge uh, once again. Queensland has avoided a lockdown for now. Authorities say the next 24 hours will be critical. Queensland's outbreak has cast serious doubt over the NRL grand final just days away from the biggest night in the rugby league calendar. The match is scheduled to take place at Suncorp Stadium in front of a packed crowd, but Townsville Stadium is reportedly on standby to host the event if case numbers rise. An apartment block on Sydney's northern beaches has been dealt a fresh COVID scare with reports of up to six infections. Health authorities have deemed the Manly units high risk and everyone inside has been told to isolate, while two new cases in northern New South Wales have placed the region on high alert once again. That's only hours after the border bubble with Queensland was reinstated. One person was infectious in Byron Bay and another in Kyogle. The NRL is preparing to come down hard on Melbourne stars Cameron Munster and Brandon Smith over the white powder scandal. They're facing two-game bans and fines of up to $40,000. Peter Volandis denies the NRL has a drug problem but has told players to stop risking their health and frying their brains. Grand final week. Fans are at training sessions. The referees are unveiled. And two of the game's big stars do a walk of shame on the Dallium red carpet. Brandon Smith took his mum along and sheepishly accepted the award for Hooker of the Year just after the first incriminating video of end-of-season celebrations had leaked. Obviously, um, I know of the, of the incident. Um, I don't know, you know, I haven't sort of spoken to the, those guys yet, um, you know, in, in detail. I think it's in front of the integrity unit, so we'll see what happens from there. A second video showed Smith's Melbourne Storm teammate Cameron Munster dancing on a table and clutching a small plastic bag. The club confirmed the pair was cooperating with NRL investigators. After rookie star Reese Walsh's weekend cocaine confession, the league's chief denies his sport has a drug problem but asks players why they'd want to fry their brains. No doubt it's a broader problem in society but professional sports people are warned over and over again. One, you sign a contract to say you won't do it and two, you'll get away with it a thousand times. Some will never ever get caught until it's your face in the newspaper and your face on the news, then it becomes very, very real. They hurt everybody. Sadly, not a shock anymore. Matt Carmichael, 7 News. Australia's east coast is bracing for some severe weather in the first big storm of the season. Strong winds, flash flooding and even hails forecast for large parts of Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and even eastern Tasmania. The State Emergency Service is urging people to be ready for what's to come there will be an increased risk to the community. The ground is already saturated, our dams are full, so it's really important for the community to be prepared and understand what their risk is. Advice includes having an emergency evacuation plan for you, your family and any animals. New South Wales is powering ahead with its strategy for a cleaner, greener future. That state will halve its emissions by 2030. It's a dramatic increase on its previous target of a 35% reduction over the same period. This factors in a planned expansion of coal mining in the state, which will be more than offset by lower power prices and electricity generation from renewable sources. The story of the jail escapee who turned himself into Sydney police after three decades on the run made headlines around the world. 
back in prison, the 64-year-old is now fighting to be freed and his local Avalon community on Sydney's northern beaches are behind him, raising money to help rebuild his life. From a cell at Silverwater Prison, a former fugitive fights for his freedom. What's the purpose of uh, locking him away again? 64-year-old Darko Desik escaped from Grafton Jail in 1992 after being sentenced for growing cannabis. He spent three decades on the run before turning himself in earlier this month. Look, he, he's struggling. Desik had been hiding out in Avalon, working as a local handyman, until he became jobless and homeless during the pandemic. The former fugitive pleaded guilty to breaking out of jail, but that legislation is from 1952 and no longer exists, making it a difficult legal process. His lawyer is arguing Desik is rehabilitated and should walk free. That's what we're seeking, clemency in respect to the original sentence. And if he's freed, he'll have cash to start again. Avalon local Bell Higgins started this fundraising campaign and people from around the world want to help. I think he deserves a chance. I think we all deserve a second chance. He's just humbled by the fact that there's people out there that want to see him get out. And that may happen when he returns to court next month. Natasha Squarey, 7 News. Police officers across the country will pause today to honour the sacrifice of colleagues killed in the line of duty. Services will be live-streamed in Victoria, New South Wales and Queensland due to COVID. The names of officers who died will be added to each state's memorial wall. Woolworths has made a bold move when it comes to online shopping, launching its new marketplace, offering a wide range of products. Customers can buy everything from groceries to vacuum cleaners in a one-stop shop. The supermarket giant trying to cash in on the e-commerce boom. Carla Schweff was one of the lucky small business owners during COVID. We actually had a huge wave of new customers coming to the reusable nappy market game, wanting to be more self-sufficient and have those products in their home ready to go. Her business is now expanding further, joining a nationwide rollout of Woolworths Everyday Market. The grocer's online platform now also giving shoppers access to a wide range of products. Health and beauty, pet, baby, kitchenware and small appliances. From third-party sellers. If you were to search for frying pans, you'll find the frying pans there with the stuff that you would see in the Woolworths store, as well as the everyday market items. One-stop shop marketplaces are the fastest-growing e-commerce spaces. Woolworths, along with fellow traditional retailer Bunnings, competing with online giants Amazon, eBay and Kogan. 97% of Australians have shopped on at least one marketplace, spending more than $100 a month on average. The good old department store, we just seen a refresh of that type of shopping, but just in the new digital age. From today, Everyday Market is available to the 12 million Australians who use Woolworths online every week. Within a year, the grocery giant is aiming to double the number of products it offers from 20,000 today. As a small business, you know, it's a dream come true to have that kind of platform now to be given that sort of access to, you know, every Australian out there. Gemma Acton, 7 News. Checking finance news for now, the Dow Jones has fallen sharply, the Nasdaq did too. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX traded lower. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed slightly lower, Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords fell sharply, as did the ASX 200. 
On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,734 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 78.84 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.32 US cents, 80.62 Japanese yen and $1.04 New Zealand. They're some of our most popular cars, but the NRMA has used crash data to identify the most dangerous second-hand vehicles. The least safe among the light cars include the Nissan Micra and Hyundai Getz with just a one-star rating. For medium cars, the early model Toyota Camry, and for SUVs and utes, the Suzuki Grand Vitara and Holden Commodore VU. But some did receive a five-star rating, like the 2014 Holden Colorado, considered a safer pick. One month after America's withdrawal from Afghanistan, senior military officials have claimed they told President Joe Biden not to pull out troops. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Ash, top generals have contradicted what the president had to say about this. They have, Eddie. They have said that this was a logistical success but a strategic failure. For the first time, the president's top military brass have testified publicly that they did advise him to keep some 2,500 troops in Afghanistan to support the Afghan army and to stop the Taliban uh, takeover. Here's a recap of what the president said in a recent sit-down interview and what we've heard today on Capitol Hill. Your military advisors did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. My honest opinion and view shaped my recommendation. I recommended that we maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. These hearings are ongoing today and we've heard from the US General Mark Milley delivering an ominous warning that the Taliban remains a terrorist organisation, that they haven't cut ties with uh, the al-Qaeda terrorists who carried out 9-11 and that they could threaten the US again in as little as 12 months. Eddie? Huge development in US politics. Thank you, Ash. A powerful explosion has rocked a Swedish apartment building, injuring up to 20 people. The blast set off multiple fires in nearby buildings, forcing some residents to jump from their windows to escape. The cause of the explosion hasn't been confirmed, but police suspect foul play and are investigating if tenants were deliberately targeted. A sitting of Taiwan's parliament has descended into chaos after a brawl broke out between politicians. Lawmakers within the two major parties got into a scuffle, threw objects at the podium, stopping the Premier from addressing the Assembly. The opposition have been demanding the Premier apologise over his government's handling of the pandemic. A star-studded lineup has walked the red carpet at the premiere of the new James Bond film No Time to Die. That is some suit. The blockbuster is launching at London's Royal Albert Hall with William and Kate and Charles and Camilla all making a very sparkly appearance. It marks Daniel Craig's fifth and final outing as the iconic character. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. To sports news now, and the three Storm players filmed with a white substance in a hotel room are set to be hit with a heavy punishment by the NRL Integrity Unit. Cameron Munster, Brandon Smith and Chris Lewis will miss the opening rounds of next season and be fined for bringing the game into disrepute. Panthers forward Tevita Pangai Jr. has been ruled out of Sunday's grand final with a knee injury and Moses Liotta is his replacement. After a few days spent recovering, the Western Bulldogs have returned to Melbourne after their AFL grand final loss to Melbourne in Perth. Midfielder Patrick Lipinski has already told the club he's out, requesting a trade to Collingwood. The AFL has confirmed it made a $40 million profit from taking the game's decider all the way west to Perth. It'll help a lot, plug a few holes. Um, but I think everyone, everyone's come away very happy here. My CFO... Uh, I, I know the Premier, Western Australians, the AFL, everyone's happy. The Demons will return to Melbourne tomorrow. Test stars and hopefuls are missing out on vital match practice ahead of the Ashes. Cricket Australia made a snap decision to postpone the Sheffield Shield clash between Queensland and Tasmania just minutes before the toss. This was in response to the new COVID cases in Brisbane. With New South Wales and Victoria unable to play due to lockdown, there was already uncertainty over the domestic season. The Aussie women's team one-off test against India set to begin on the Gold Coast tomorrow is going ahead at this stage. In the IPL, not even the umpires are completely safe on the field, but it can be much more dangerous for the players. Oh, take that. <laughs> Wake up, Surin. I'd have heard him too. Oh, right on the button. <laughs> yeah, that's uncomfortable. Yep, that is uncomfortable. Uh, Mumbai went on to beat Punjab by six wickets. Steve Smith top scored for Delhi with 39 in their three-wicket loss to Calcutta. Uh, Ravi Ashwin and Owen Morgan almost came to blows. But the Indian spinner had the last laugh, taking the England white ball captain's wicket and giving him a nice send-off. Sick youngsters from the City Children's Hospital were given the special task of naming the newest recruits to the New South Wales Police Force. The young patients voted on their favourite six names for the German Shepherd puppies. They all had to start with the letter C. The female winners, including Callie and Carol, while the boys have been named Charger and Coops. Taking a look at the weather around the country for you now, a trough is triggering storms in southern Queensland and inland New South Wales. Some of those quite intense. Another trough is generating patchy rain and storms in far western New South Wales, northwest Victoria and also in South Australia, while a low is sending brisk southerly winds across WA south. Moist onshore winds and showers on the tropical Queensland coast are expected. Around the capitals, Brisbane, a possible shower at top of 22 degrees. Sydney, showers in 22. Canberra, a possible thunderstorm in 15. Melbourne, rain in 17 degrees. Hobart, the chance of showers in 14. Adelaide, showers in 20 degrees. It's 24 at the top in Perth. Thunderstorms possible there. And Darwin, sunny, a top of 34 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 29th of September. I'm Edwina Bartholomew.